Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Nobody likes to be humiliated, which is why a few years ago here on YouTube, when people in the comments started calling me a bald a-hole, I started calling myself that name. And all of a sudden, it didn't matter to me anymore. Kinda. But it's much worse if it does go down a professional wrestling match because these are two barbarian warriors that are trying to kick the other one's ass. And if you leave not only losing, but feeling like you've had one pulled over you, well, you're going to be a sad panda. Hello, my name is Simon Watt Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. I am sitting down today for reasons you will never know. That makes it more fun. And this is the 10 most humiliating moves in all professional wrestling. Number 10, Orange Cassidy's kicks. Now, every time you mention Orange Cassidy, there is a contingent of the internet that goes absolutely crazy because you're not allowed to have any fun anymore. Damn this piece of fruit for trying to entertain us. I didn't want to see that. I spit on you. But when you actually sit down and think about it, Mr. Orange is actually one smart tamale because he's thought outside a box and he's come up with a gimmick that only works in terms of, ha ha, that's funny, but also has some meaning behind it. Because he's not just doing these kicks because he thinks it's something to do because he believes it will get a reaction. The whole point behind it is he's trying to piss his opponent off. I mean, have you seen when he does it to pack the bastard absolutely loses his mind and wants to rip his head off? It's going to be impossible. He's an orange. It also always leads to Orange Cassidy all of a sudden doing all these whip dips, ups and downs, left and right dives and looking absolutely incredible as a professional wrestler. So he has taken Goofy Wrestling and he has taken what wrestling is 2022 and he has merged it together. As far as I'm concerned, that makes him a genius. Don't at me. You will anyway. That's why he puts his hands in his pockets too. So he's like, I don't really care about this. But of course he does. Because when he pulls the trigger, he flies around like anybody's business. If you haven't figured it out by now, I'm a huge fan of Orange Cassidy. And I always will be, even though I eat apples every day. Number nine, Matt Jackson's botched buckshot lariat spot. Now we are going to have to fast forward a year to actually find out why Matt Jackson did this. Because there are two schools of thought here. One, he did it as a little haha, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge to CM Punk. Or the voice of the voices will one day return to AEW. And all of this will start to make sense. I'm in the former camp and I don't believe that CM will ever come back to All Elite Wrestling, which I still believe to be a massive shame. Which does mean in the second of the Best in Seven series, when the Elite were taking on the Death Triangle, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson just decided, well, look, we're going to be in Chicago. We're going to be booed anyway. Why don't we do some trolling? That's why we saw the biting. That's why we saw the GTS. And yes, at one point, Matthew decided I'm going to go for the Buckshot Lariat. And he deliberately fell on his ass. 
much like Punk had done when he was taking on Hangman Adam Page. Now I'll be the first to throw my hands up and say, look, it can't have been fun for this to happen to CM Punk. Nobody likes to fall down. But also I can understand if you did find this funny and I can understand if you found it immature. I'm not saying there's not different segments to this. There absolutely is. But could you put it in the humiliating camp? The answer is yes. I mean, it doesn't really make a big difference anyway because Matt Jackson is a great wrestler, Kenny Omega is a great wrestler, Nick Jackson is a great wrestler, and CM Punk is a great wrestler. But if there is still beef here, well, it's not going to turn into chicken anytime soon. We probably just grilled it times 10. Number eight, Matt Jackson's impression of the hot tag. See, Matt Jackson's here again because he enjoys the S-housery more power to it. But it's one of the reasons why the Young Bucks have found the success they have because they just don't give a crap and can often be very funny, which is why way back when sometimes Matt Jackson would just take the mick out of the fact that we do have a hot tag, basically insinuating, well fans, you can chant as much as you want, but it's not going to change what's happening in this ring because ultimately you can't control me. And look, it is absolutely ridiculous, the hot tag. I will buy into it and enjoy it every single time, but you see it on every single wrestling show in the world. The baby face in peril is like, please help me. And then all of a sudden, they find the avenue, they tag in their partner, everybody goes wild. And then 10 seconds later, that same dude who was getting beaten up is all of a sudden back to their feet. But they took a flipping phoenix down. So we are talking about breaking the fourth wall and meta wrestling here, which some people can't stand because we must respect the business. Well, the Young Bucks and Matt Jackson have done all right for themselves. I suppose you should just accept it. Number seven, Kenta wipes the dirt from his boot. So I use a different word in that title, but only because YouTube gets mad. And actually what we're going to talk about right now is the most overused word in all of wrestling. And that, of course, is shib, but not pronounced as shib. We are talking about S-H-I-T. Dynamite in particular back in 2021 was using this way too much to the point it was a lack of diminishing returns. If you've seen that South Park episode, they nailed it on the head. And even though we're in more modern times, it still stands to reason. Somebody who has mastered the art of using this expletive, though, is none other than Kenta. Because every time he drops it, he makes it sound like his opponent is absolute garbage and not worth his time. Even though the actions usually building up to this is what makes Kenta a piece of shit. He also kicks them in the head and just to add insult to injury, takes his boot and scrapes it across his opponent's face. And come on now, that's not a good thing to do. You've already laid this individual out and then you're taking your walking shoe and smudging it on their cheek. Number six, Roosh's kick slap. Los Ingobernables down in CMLL were absolute masters of getting heat because they just pranced around like they were the only important people on the entire of the human race. And if you didn't like them, you could go to hell. The whole point was trying to disrespect their opponents however they could, including sometimes being like, man, I don't give a damn. I'm not going to try today. And Roosh has kept this up for years because I'm sure you've seen this spot a thousand times. But he sets his opponent up in the corner. He runs at them like, man, I'm going to boot you so hard. But he slowed down, basically stops in his tracks and then just gives them a little bit of a kick. I mean, come on now, that is taking the piss. He also often smacks them right in the balls just so he can go, ha, 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 I got you. And do you know what the fans do during this? They go, boo, boo, you absolutely suck because it's humiliated the other person. It also goes to show that you don't have to have spectacular move after spectacular move after spectacular move. If you do believe you have the audience in your palm and the hand, you can do stuff like this. Nine times out of ten, it is going to work because that's wrestling. Even on a budget, Quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Number five, Kevin Nash's powerbomb. Or ashtray powerbomb, as some people have called it. Because when Kevin Nash was at the peak of his powers in WCW, when he set up for his finishing move, before he actually performed it, he would pretend to get a cigar out of his back pocket, smoke it, and then put the ash out on this person's back. Even though he's aware he's about to win the match, he still wants to tell this human, I see you as not even nothing more than an ashtray, but a fake ashtray. That's right, I'm so confident that I can defeat you, I'm gonna take my time and basically smoke the air. I'm not sure many other people could have got away from this because Nash just had this cool side to him while also being a massive bully when he was a heel. And let's not pretend this doesn't connect to the young bucks a little bit. They probably watch these kind of antics growing up and go, <laughs> we should do some of that. You also totally believe that Kevin probably would have had a cigar if he was allowed to do so in the building. And I tell you, looking back at Kevin Nash now, there's just something about the guy, and I don't even know what it is. Number four, Samoa Joe's nope spot. This is one of my favorite things in all of professional wrestling. If you are about to go flippy dippy doodah on Samoa Joe's ass, and he sees you, he will just step to one side. You will go crashing into the floor as Samoa shakes his head and just says the word nope. And the absolute joy behind it is because many a fan has always asked, well, why didn't the other wrestler just step to one side and get out of the way of that? So Samara's gone, all right, that's exactly what I am going to do. And every single time he does do it, it makes perfect sense. It also embarrasses and humiliates his opponent. But more important than that, it makes Samoa Joe come across like the coolest guy ever. Like, not everybody could do this. He just has something to it when he does swanter away. And that's when I love him. 
Swanter's not even a word. You could also say it comes down to the fact that Joe is so cool, the paying fan doesn't even care. He's kind of exposed the business. This is why he has been absolutely killing it for about 20 years now. I don't think I've ever seen him have a bad match. Number three, I'm not done with you. So what are we talking about here? It could be many a thing, but actually we are going to turn the clock back to years and years ago because that's how long this spot has been around. And I am, of course, talking about the match when the absolute dastardly heel has their opponent beating and the referee goes one and the referee goes two. And just when he's about to count the three, what does this other person do? They pick the opponent's shoulder off the mat and says, I'm not done with you yet. This has evolved over time as well, because now you can have a baby face do it. And the fans are like, oh my gosh, wonderful. He's such a badass. But do not forget the whole point of this is to humiliate you. You've lost, you defeated, you're done. The other person just wants to kick your ass more. Somebody who has been doing this wonderfully recently has been none other than Athena down on AEW Dark and Elevation. Because she basically does this in every single squash match she does have. Right now, I'd say that she's better than ever. Of course, it's always going to be at its peak when a wrestler just decides, no, you have made my life such a living hell. I need to give you more of a beat down. This is one of those wrestling tropes that should never go away because you can't actually do it in any other sport. Number two, Kazuchika Okada's chest slap. If you go and watch any kind of New Japan main event that has Okada in it, he basically does nothing for eight to ten minutes somehow he still has a captivating presence. This is because he's so confident in his own ability and has so much experience, he knows he can just set the table in the opening of this contest before you get to the latter end and everything goes crazy. Seriously, he can just hit a drop kick out of nowhere and people start to cry and I'm not exaggerating. You always know when his big comeback is coming as well because do you know what the new Japan world champion does? He will take his hand and he will pat it on his opponent's chest as if to say, listen, pal, I've been here before, and you're absolutely flubbed. I mean, not only is it beyond patronizing, but you're also treating title challenges like they're nothing but a young boy. Once again, don't pretend Okada hasn't thought this through. He knows exactly what he's doing. Fans have also caught it onto it now and kind of seen this as a <laughs> you've got no chance moment. And nine times out of ten, they don't. Seriously. Go and look at Okada's win-loss record. It is absolutely ludicrous. Number one, Kenny Omega plays an instrument. There's no wonder that Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks have always been tied together in some respect. I think they look at the wrestling business and kind of see it the same way. Because when Omega wants to be a great dickhead, my word, he could be the best of the bunch. And he really showed this during his heel run in AEW. And I would say nearly every single week on Dynamite, he had me laughing out loud because he was just such an asshole. This was also true during the 2018 G1 Climax after Kenny Omega had become the new Japan champion. And Gato must have gone to him and said, look, we have Tomohiro Ishii here. We really need to make sure he climbs the ladder. Can you kind of wind him up a little bit so the fans get behind him? So what did Kenneth do? He was like, okay, once I've got him down on the mat, I will play his head like a bongo drum. And no, I am not joking. This was basically influenced by The Simpsons and more power to that. And the whole idea behind it, once again, to tie into this list was to embarrass Ishii and was to humiliate Ishii. So when he started his own combat, Omega would be like, oh man, I shouldn't have done it. I'm going to die. It all comes back down to the fact that fans just needed that comeuppance. And when wrestling at its best, you always get this. Which was the problem with Triple H's reign of terror, as it's called. Bad guy always won. Let's not worry about it. No, any other humiliating spots in professional wrestling? Make sure you let us know in the comments below. And don't forget to like the video, share the video, and subscribe. And head over to whatculture.com where you can reach out to Markles. Make sure you follow us on social media at WhatCultureWWE and CyberMeta316. We have lots of these videos, I believe they're called, here on YouTube. 
Sometimes I'm even standing up. My name is Ivan Watt Culture. Thank you very much for watching me as always. The reason I do have to sit down today is because I had a technical issue with my camera. But hey ho, new equipment will be here tomorrow and then I shall rise again on my legs. In the meantime, you take care of yourself and I'll see you soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 